Hello and welcome back to another episode of Meredith with the Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits, and today I have a special guest. Edit B Kiss is here, and she has clients from all over the world, from millionaire traders to artists. She believes that releasing emotional traumas and ancestral karma creates more joy and a fulfillment in life. And she is a number one best-selling author. So stay with us. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Good morning, and thank you so much for being here. And I didn't even mention not only a number one bestselling author, but also a receiver of a humanitarian award and an international speaker. I don't know if I said that. So thank you so much for being here with us this morning. Hi, Meredith. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this chat. Yeah. So explain to the listeners. So there's people watching um, live anywhere from Facebook to LinkedIn to YouTube, but then we also have people listening on the podcast um, after this recording. And so explain to everyone um, what exactly is a trauma healer and what have you done over the past 20 years as a um, spirit in your spiritual practice? So I actually ended up as a trauma healer because I realized that the trauma is the core of all of our issues. So if you recognize any triggers during your day, it's actually showing you that there is a trauma which you need to release from the unconscious mind. Some people would say like, oh, I don't remember anything that happened to me. I don't remember any trauma. But the thing is that even an innocent memory can become a trauma if you actually reacted to it with negative emotions at a certain time. And that's get buried in the unconscious mind. And until it's there, it's always going to call triggers every day or in a certain situations. And the triggers is going to be the sign that, yes, I have something to release. Otherwise, the trigger continues to come and weaken your energy body and even bring diseases to you. So I want we've been talking on this series, um, <clears throat> excuse me, about um, trauma and triggers and all of these. Um, I kind of like want to say new words, right? In our our verbiage, like these are new concepts in my in my opinion. Um, that we're actually talking about finally. And so the way I see triggers is like the way you respond to something now that has no, there's no reason for that response. There's no reason for that reaction. Um, it could be someone cutting you off in, tra in traffic and you're like, well, of course I'm mad. Of course I'm mad, which yes, a reaction might be oh, that sucked. But your reaction is, is what the hell is going on? Oh my God, why are you so rude? Like you take it to a whole nother level, right? Um, or feeling insecure or feeling um, like someone's just been mean to you. So an, a trigger could be a, a, an inside feeling. It could be an outside reaction that's not in alignment with what just happened. Where other, I like to say, would, it, would, would everyone have reacted that way? And the answer is no. Then that means that you might have taken it to another level, right? And yes. so these triggers, like as you're talking about, that is a 
a, a point in which you now know you need to heal something, right? Yes. Um, I think that that's so important because I don't think a lot of times people realize not everyone would have reacted or felt that way. And because of that, there's something living inside of you, an emotion, a trigger, living inside of you that says, hey, you need to heal something there, right? You need to, there's, there's a point. Yes, exactly. Because some people say, oh, it's just because I am like that. I am a overheated person and I'm just having this uh, uh, anger kind of reactions because this is me. You know, they, they kind of cover it with that. They're looking for excuses for their behavior. And then uh, most of the time, yes, they, they kind of become that personality because it's happening to them so often. But there is a solution not to be that kind of person if actually they don't want to be that kind of person. So yeah. uh, and actually it's affecting everyone around them. So it's, it's not uh, being like a good thing around people who's like reacting, overreacting and then having those uh, negative vibrations for themselves, negative emotions, basically, because that's also not healthy for them. It's going into diseases eventually. So if you are uh, someone who is listening now and having these kind of big reactions and negative emotions, is is it, it would be a good idea to heal it before it becomes something worse, basically. Yeah, if, if you could just close out your um, mail, just like close it and then it won't keep beeping maybe on your computer just because it, it's no, really... Yeah, do not disturb. Yeah, perfect. That's all right. Um, Yeah, and people uh, don't realize, I think that, I don't know if it's a new concept, but, and I didn't know it, is that when there's a, when something happens, whatever it is, it's not the thing that happens that causes the trauma. It's your reaction to it that cements it in your memory. So people die all the time, right? But it's your reaction, like my reaction to Princess Diana dying was so bizarre. Like I was so, I, I was so sad for the boys and seeing the video of her boy running up to her. It's like a famous video and hugging her. Like it just overwhelmed me and it cemented it in my psyche as a memory of crying for Princess Diana that is there now. It's there. Like I will remember that because... I could have walked by the TV. I could have watched it nonchalantly. I could have been like, oh, that's sad. But I was overwhelmed with emotion. And therefore, now that is cemented in my memory. And that's kind of what you're talking about, how this works is your reaction to things is what cements it and then places it inside of your body like a memory and then becomes possibly a trauma or not, good or bad memory, whatever. Um, And then this is then becomes... Um, something to heal from. So maybe in the future, if I saw someone lose their mother, that trauma of seeing Princess Diana's funeral would be activated inside of me. And maybe this person losing their mother would be a, a larger emotional response than I would have normally had because now I'm attaching all of these things together and it's creating this new trauma of when people lose their mother, it is really horrible and children are left behind. So I've created this whole story in my head. Is that kind of how you see it? 
Yes, exactly. So yes, it's piling up by time until it's released with other triggers. And as you said, it's sometimes not even, my the trigger can come even from your own mind. Sometimes people making up assumptions or projecting the future in a negative way, and that's triggering them. That gives them anxiety, worry, stress, even though it, it wasn't an outside uh, situation. So it's sometimes people say like, uh, your, you are your worst enemy, basically. Your your thoughts are your worst enemy. So if you are able to control your thoughts and be in a positive mindset and positive thinking, then it's actually also helping you a lot with, with your mental health and physical health. Yeah, I, and I think that people, that's another thing I've been talking about is, you know, what you had said that they just become like, that's just who I am. Right. Like, that's just me. I don't have a filter. <laughs> right. And so like, I've been talking about here, like, well, you can be that way, but there are consequences to you not having a filter or always having an opinion or always being negative or explosive is that people won't want to be around you. And I think as we are moving forward in life, I just had this amazing conversation with someone yesterday and they were talking about that, you know, we're moving in a direction where people are saying, I don't have to be around you just because you're my mom. I am going to go no contact with you, even though you're my sister, because being in a relationship with someone who is not self-aware and has no desire to heal and just wants to be toxic all over the place, that's not for me. And so we're moving in the direction of not tolerating bad behavior because we're recognizing it's not healthy to be around people who want to be sick, right? Who want to be emotionally toxic. And so as we are given these tools, like what you're talking and what we're going to talk about in one second here to heal these traumas, as we are given tools to heal this quote unquote bad behavior, we need to recognize that these tools are being shared with us, these, these new concepts of healing and awarenesses that something is wrong, that we aren't just an explosive person, that we are actually screwy. And in line with that are people that are saying, I don't want to be around people who aren't taking the time to use those tools that are now available, right? Like, I'm not tolerating bullshit anymore, right? And so what do you do with clients to help the triggers and the quote bad behavior or the explosive or the anger or the, you know, intolerable behavior? Because we are moving in a direction, in my opinion, where there's going to be the people that are healing and then the people that think that that's just who I am. <laughs> just who I am. I'm just who I am. And so people aren't going to be around them anymore, or they can all kind of go live on their own island. And then the people that are working on themselves are going to go live on another island. So, what is it that you can say to people that are listening that are like, hey, this is, you, you aren't stuck being reactive. You aren't stuck being afraid of bridges. You aren't stuck always sharing your opinion. What do you do to help people? So, basically, two kinds of client comes to me as you were saying these two islands basically so there is the ones who has the awareness that 
oh, I have this anger issue and I want to work on it because I don't like that how I react to my mother. I don't like how I react to my other situations or relationships. I, I don't want to be like this, like anger. So then I have specific meditations who's helping to release anger actually also from the roots and from multiple layers because we are multidimensional beings. We have many layers to actually shred or heal basically from ancestral and karma layers and, and the trauma layers. So basically I start also with, with karma, uh, ancestral healing, and it's also going to help them with this anger to release it. And also we can look into the certain memories which could also was a route to it so that's like three ways i'm going actually normally so three kinds of um uh, tools i use with the clients and then there is the other group of people who start the healing on themselves and experiencing that their environment is different obviously and they try to set boundaries the good news there is that if you take the responsibility to start the healing on yourself you also healing your whole soul family so eventually as you're starting your healing and then you start healing your layers you heal your family members and they gonna change too as a ripple effect even though you you not telling them to change or you're not interacting with them or they might even don't know what you're doing you know but there is like always like one person in the family who take that responsibility that okay i'm gonna heal myself now and it's gonna affect everyone a client came back to me and said oh you know my father is started to change now and he's be different and, and i remember that when we started the healing journey then she was always complaining that the father is doing this and that so then eventually they started to change around her because we are when we do this deep healing with going into layers is affecting every member in the family basically yeah i always tell because i do emotional release long distance with clients um using kind of like um the emotion code mixed with um like long distance kinesiology as well so with my clients as well and i always explain like I might say the same word like abandonment, abandonment, abandonment over and over again, but the body's healing like an onion. So we might be on the first layer of abandonment. And then once we remove that, then we go on the second layer of abandonment. Because once you attract abandonment or you have abandonment, maybe your dad left during the second trimester of you in utero, right? Then that, that abandonment kind of acts like a magnet to more layers of abandonment. And then you start like attracting abandonment situations, right? So, but I always tell clients, but that is so that you could go back and 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 go, oh, wait, now I'm 30 and I'm ready to heal abandonment. And so we're going to start healing and go all the way back to that second trimester of you in utero. But those are opportunities to heal. So every, every time you are abandoned or felt abandoned, um, it's one more opportunity for you to go, oh, wait, I have an issue of abandonment, let's fix this. What they're showing me when I say they, just so everyone knows, it's kind of like I'm channeling right now. But what they're showing me right now is that um, that is why so many people are really recognizing at this time. Um, and it's kind of like we drowned. I don't know um, if you, like in, in the United States, I don't know if you're, are you, where are you at calling me from? Or where are you located? I'm in, I'm in UK now, in London. Okay. So where we are in the United States during COVID, we all kind of drowned ourselves in booze. <laughs> like, like we would drink all day. Um, and so it's like, we're kind of post that now. And I think that a lot of people are kind of having this, I don't want to drink 
alcohol anymore and maybe I have an issue and maybe I'm leaning too much into alcohol. And so I think that the spotlight is really on right now um, indulging in negative behavior, right? And paying attention to like, I might be shopping too much or I might be smoking or drinking, whatever the thing is. And so inside of these realizations, I think that it's also a component to healing what you're talking about, because I think a lot of times people do believe that this is just who I am. I believed, Meredith, believed that I was just nice. I was just nice. I'm a nice person. But now I can see that it wasn't just being nice. I was people pleasing. I was like nuts. Like I was like a perfectionist, like gross. You know what I mean? Like not authentic, right? And so the spotlight of realizing I don't want to drink anymore, that actually was the thing I think that woke me up to, I might have something else going on too. So we might think that I'm just this way, but I drink every night. That might be the spotlight of something you want to change. So what you're talking about might the trauma might show up in different ways, either being a workaholic or you don't like your job or you're yelling at your kids or you keep getting bronchitis all the time. So what you're talking about shows up in very, very different ways that we are going to be willing to pay attention to. So we might think, oh, this is just the way I am. However, I'm sick all the time. So I want to fix the sick all the time. So then that leads us back to healing the trauma. So it will yell at you in some way. It's important to listen to how it yells at you. And you see this in your clients. I'm sure they show up to you and go, I just, I'm sick of being sick or I'm sick of fighting with my husband or my kids have gone no contact. What's up? And then they come to you and then the onion is starts to peel, right? Yeah, so basically when you realize already your triggers is the best to start because if it's already like an illness or a physical issue, that's already like the next level. So that's yeah. why we don't go, right? So yeah. I love when 20 years old people come to me. I love that because I know they are at the beginning, so they are not at the physical pain, pain yet or physical disease. They are still at the level of just getting the just recognizing their patterns or their mental issues, or maybe they feeling that uh, the life is not going as they want and so on and so forth. So it's it's best to catch it as early as possible, not yeah. to get deeper or not to get, get bigger issues. So you also asked me how I get into it 20 years ago, and I actually was suffering from panic attacks. And that's mm. why I was looking for uh, natural uh, remedies. And that's why I got into Reiki healing first. And uh, I did that for many years. I was... Um, going into extra sense retreats, family constellation therapies with my Reiki master. So that was kind of my hobby and my sanctuary besides being an engineer at full time and then having two kids and being in the family. So then after like um, long hours of work and I just decided that I want to do this nine to five because I want to spend more time with my children. And then that's why I got into later contractor work. And then later I got into the karma yoga healing, which is this source memory healing, this trauma healing, basically I learned. And it's helped me to get out of the, my pelvic infection 
infection pattern. As you said, there is like pattern which always coming back. I had this pelvic infection, you know, sacral chakra issue. I guess it's from relationship issue. So basically I had to start healing that. And then that actually was stopped through this uh, specific tool, this modality. And that was like eye-opening for me and very powerful. And then I said, yes, I want to have people also to get healed from many issues. And it's just amazing that this tool is so powerful. And it's also helped with my panic attacks. So basically, that's when I chose to to do it uh, full time, yeah. six years ago. Basically. So is it like um, more like sending people like the meditations or do you do like a group coaching or one on one? Like what's your like, do you sell like a plan? Because, you know, most of the people that are probably going to be listening are going to be in the States, not entirely. Um what, how can they get a hold of you? And like, if they're like, yeah, you know what? I am having XYZ issues. I do have, per, you know, interpersonal relationship issues with my husband. I always feel like he's being mean to me, or I always feel like I'm yelling all the time. That's a big one too. Like if you're a mom and your kids, you're yelling at them all the time, that is a flag that you are, have a trigger. That's a trigger that they're like, your kids aren't just bad. You're triggered and you feel incensed. You feel irritated or irritable or whatever, which is raising, like those are our triggers, yelling, screaming, feeling sad all the time, feeling like people are being mean to you, um, feeling the world is out to get you. Um, these are all triggers that you think that maybe are normal. If you have depression, anxiety, panic attacks, if you have a hard time leaving the house, um, if things seem overwhelming to you all the time, if you need to check out after being at a party, those are triggers. And I think that we think they're normal and it's not, it's not something you have to live with. I, Cause I don't want people to think that you're like a bad person or you're sickly, but you don't have to live feeling that the world is overwhelming. You don't have to live feeling and listening to the voice in your head that says you're fat, dumb, ugly, bad, a bad mom, a bad wife, a bad friend. Those are things that are living inside of you, that voice that is coming from somewhere. What they're telling me in this moment is, and it also doesn't always have to come from you, generational trauma. You know, like if you are a descendant of slaves, if you are a descendant of you know, a family that lived and had a really rough time during the depression. Um, if you, your family has lived through war times, that can live in your physical body as emotional trauma. Can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, you asked me how I you how I can help them. Basically, I have yeah. a meditation library with very powerful meditations for karmic depth release, for ancestral healing, for okay. yes, family healings as well. So family healing is similar, powerful as a family constellation therapy, but in a meditation way. Uh, are guiding through them through all the layers of these issues in a family tree basically and release it one by one so this is one thing which i give as a, a access to my meditation library to my clients but i work one-on-one -on -one with them because i have coaching session and healing session with them because it's really important to also reprogram their subconscious mind to actually 
talk to them like how they should change their perspective is very important to change their perspective because they are so controlled by the society's expectations and what is out there you know so i take uh, one session about every week like if i have an eight session uh, program with my client one session is always about uh, coaching about perspective about uh, subconscious reprogramming and about all kind of uh, help what they need or channeling as you do and then the other session is basically the the core healings when we go into trauma when we do a deep meditation getting into the transcendental state and reaching the mem memories basically the traumas to heal and i also do energy healing if it's needed reiki or shakham healing it's because some clients comes to me like really so anxious really so bad uh, condition like in panic attacks that i can't even start with them meditating they are such a bad situation so first i start with reiki i send them massive energy healings you know i also talk with them a bit and then i also suggest them to change their diets or st start taking some med uh, vitamins you know and then minerals what is i feel like lacking from them so this is how i approach when when they come to me and then they are in a very bad situation but within like a week i am able to start with them already the deeper work basically with the meditations and and the source memory healing yeah that's a, that's so amazing and and if you're you know paying attention and you're like interested all of this can be done long distance so it does not matter where in the world you are the reiki can be done long distance the energy healing long distance like everything works exactly the same energy does not know time or space so if you're doing an energy clearing from the uk you can be doing energy clearing on anyone in the world so don't think that oh well i don't live by her um it doesn't matter and it works exactly the same way i'm here to tell you like 100 there's no difference um and that I will be having all of that information in the show notes, like how to get a hold of you and follow you on social media and everything like that too. So don't like just go in the show notes if you're listening to this. Um, and that will all be located there for them to be able to contact you. So what if someone's already like dealing with fibromyalgia? Like I have a lot of hip pain and I don't, I'm trying to get rid of it myself. And I'm like, God, it's, constant, this hip pain, it's like, there's no reason for it. What if someone's already in the physical pain state, then like what, what's the timeline that you're kind of looking at? There's no reason for the pain. They've been to every doctor. Cause this is what I hear all the time. I've had MRIs, I've had blood tests, I've had CT scans and they tell me that nothing is wrong with me. Um, what kind of like plan are you looking at for that type of a person? So basically we start first with the trauma healing because the core is a trauma. So go, we, we get the issue like, okay, the issue is this hip pain. And then what kind of negative emotions you're experiencing when you actually think about this situation. And then we, and then we uh, experiencing the sensations in the body. So the unconscious mind can actually tune in and uh, recognize uh, the roots and then bring in the roots. So then we're going through memories. Sometimes it's six memories, seven memories, sometimes one. So I had clients who had an issue and then one memory was enough to heal that situation. But some clients need to go six, seven memories 
memories and some of the memories are actually post-life memories not this lifetime and the, or in the womb as you were mentioning it could be a womb memory so if we as we going through these memories and we actually activate the eighth chakra is very important because we have seven chakras in our body in energy centers and there is the eighth chakra is the chakra of our aura so when we activate the eighth chakra we opening up the karma vortex the time and then we going into past lives and so on and so forth but it's act actually also connecting with other people in the whole universe basically or in the earth so what's happening is that when you send out this healing so when this healing happens this release happens uh, emotionally within you it's sending out this request kind of way that you need the solution and sometimes the solution is not an instant pain relief but sometimes suddenly someone comes in with the right solution it's happened yeah. to me so many times that I had an issue and like I did the healing and within like five minutes after the healing, I got an SMS that I need to pick up this and this somewhere like a medicine or something. And then, then I was I was sure that I know I'm going to be fine. So it, it uh, works in a very powerful way because it's energetically affecting many people, many things out there. So if it's not an instant pain release, it's going to be the solution coming to you within minutes or days. I love that. I love the way that you just described that because I... I tell that I tell that to people all the time. I'm like, this work isn't like taking, uh, you know, like a pill that like boom you're fixed. It's it's much gentler, and then it like within like a few days, like then you start to feel the release, and like then it all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I don't have that anymore, and and that's how I describe it too. I love I love everything that you're talking about. Um, it's so in line with everything that I do, and I think it's. It's exactly what the world needs um, as we move forward is we need these tools. Like we're starting to understand the concepts. We're starting to recognize this and within ourselves, but then it's like, okay, so what's the next step? And what you're talking about is um, the next step. It's, it's the next step. And you know, like when I, when I look at it, a lot of people, like I know something's wrong, but, and so, you know, reach out to edit and on social media or on her website. I'll, like, again, I'll have this in the show notes and see if there's something that you're feeling that you're uncomfortable being a human. And that's, I guess, the best way to describe it. If, if you don't like feeling the way that you feel on a daily basis, reach out to her and see if there's something and she'll, you know, you'll tell the person like, ah, that's not really my Avenue, even though everything's your Avenue. Um, and then you can help them figure out if, if what you're doing is for them or not, but being uncomfortable all the time is not the way that we are meant to live our lives. And so recognizing I am uncomfortable, something needs to change and it is able to change. And this is what we're talking about is the way, because when you just take meds, a lot of times what happens is you're just delaying the healing. You're just walking away from and stuffing the healing down. So you're ignoring it one more time. And then you have to deal with it when you get off the meds in 10 years or 20 years or never. And so what we're saying is, is you kind of have to shake hands with this. You kind of have to shake hands with all of um, your pain, at least with, with the help of someone like Edit. 
Yes, exactly. I had clients who came to me after medications, like they were on medications for a year and then they said, okay, I'm done with it. I don't want to use it anymore. So I'm looking for something more long, long, uh, you know, lasting and something more uh, natural. So that's how they ended up at me. Or sometimes they went to speaking therapy for 10 years, you know, after like an abused relationship. And then they came to me and they realized that, wow, it's so powerful. It's so strong. It's so fast, you know, compared to those 10 years yeah. therapy so and then the other thing is that sometimes i uh, help people who already reiki masters who already you know in light workers or on the path of helping others and they learn this um, technique from me i have a facilitator training for them so they can actually get the certificate of being a trauma healer with the same uh, tools Wow, that's awesome. I might have to take you up on that. That's that's pretty amazing. I love that. Well, thank you so very much for being here this morning. I'm sure it's not this morning for you um, in the UK, but thank you so much for being here. Again, if anyone wants to get a hold of Edit um, in the show notes or reach out to me or look for her, where what is your, are you on Instagram? Oh yeah, I'm very active on Instagram. I post there my free events when I'm having them or okay. yeah, I'm just very active there. Absolutely. Awesome. And then my website has if someone just knows my website is my name, editbeekies.com, all my social links are there as well. My YouTube channel where there are free meditations as well. Awesome. I'm so excited to dive in there and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Thank you so much for being here. I hope everyone has a great week. Edit, don't go anywhere um, until I let you, we can talk after the show. Um, but thank you guys so much. I will see you here next week. Same time, same place. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.